On July 28, 2017, a young baby sadly passed away in a London hospital, bringing to an end a series of legal battles and outlining the role that social media can play in our lives in this day and age. So what exactly happened and why were these back and forth court decisions? Well, let's answer your questions and explore the case of Charlie God. Before we start though, let me clarify that this episode will mainly focus on the events that took place. We will not share our opinion in this case as it won't add anything. We will be sharing, however, the main opinions in this case. And now, let's get on with our episode. I'm your host, McKean, and let's go. So, let's start with background information, like we usually do. What happened to Charlie in the first place? Well, Charlie suffered from a rare genetic disorder called mitochondrial DNA depletion syndrome, MDDS for short. In this condition, the mitochondria is unable to function properly and is not produced in sufficient amounts in some cases. Consequently, this will lead to inefficient energy production, weak muscles, and difficulty in breathing. In Charlie's case, this also meant that he has to be placed on a life support breathing machine. There is no known cure for this condition so far. How well someone manages entirely depends on the severity of the condition, which is really affected by the genetic composition of the individual affected. Charlie's case was one of the severe ones, unfortunately. He was staying at Great Ormond Street Hospital, GOSH for short, where he required specialist support and specialist breathing machines in order to stay alive. These machines and that support had to be continuous. After many investigations, the medical team at GOSH felt that, unfortunately, Charlie had no chance of recovery. This, combined with the specialised medical support he's been getting, made the medical team feel that it would be appropriate to withdraw medical treatment from Charlie and to make him as comfortable as they can before he dies. They basically wanted Charlie to go through palliative care by switching off the life support machines and letting him die peacefully especially that they felt if he stayed alive, it would only prolong his suffering. On top of that, the medical team used the justification that Charlie could not see, hear or feel anything, and therefore he had no awareness of what's happening around him. However, as you'd imagine, Charlie's parents had a very different opinion. They felt that Charlie could respond to their voice and touch, which directly contradicts the medical opinion. And this, everyone, is the basis for what's happened next and for the conflict that took place between Charlie's parents and the medical team. Even though Charlie's parents agreed that he had indeed a very poor quality of life, they've also understandably disagreed with the medical team's judgment to put Charlie through palliative care. Instead, they saw hope in an experimental treatment offered by a US neurology professor, Dr. Michio Hirano. Dr. Hirano suggested using a treatment called nucleoside therapy, and he thought that this treatment could really help Charlie. This is because there is some evidence that this treatment worked on patients with TK2 mutation, a similar but less severe mutation to Charlie's. However, the medical team at GOSH still felt that this treatment would not work on Charlie. This is mainly because that one of the conditions for this treatment to work is that the patient should not have had any structural damage to their brain. 
In Charlie's case, however, he has already suffered multiple seizures previously, which would have caused some damage to his brain nerves, and this greatly reduced the chances of the treatment being successful. Once again, however, Charlie's parents disagreed with the UK doctors, and they've decided to raise money and awareness for Charlie, as they've thought this is the way forward. Through the use of media, Charlie's parents managed to raise about £1.2 million and draw international empathy and attention to Charlie's case. People like the Pope and Donald Trump supported Charlie's parents publicly. Indeed, the money raised was enough to take Charlie to the USA for treatment. But next is where things get really complicated. So, here is when the legal issues started. The medical team at GOSH had a very different opinion. They wanted to make sure that it was within the law and in Charlie's best interests that he does not go to the USA for nucleoside therapy and that palliative care should proceed and artificial ventilation should be withdrawn. Therefore, the medical team made an application to the High Court in February 2017 to make sure that the medical team's plan was lawful. The judge, Justice Francis, of the High Court, made his final decision, and the verdict was that it would not be in Charlie's best interests to go through the experimental nucleoside therapy treatment in the US, and that the withdrawal of the artificial ventilation would be lawful. As you'd expect, however, Charlie's parents wanted to appeal this decision as they have disagreed with it, and they took it to the Court of Appeal. However, the Court of Appeal rejected Charlie's parents' case and upheld the original decision by the High Court that meant what the medical team was planning on doing is lawful. However, Charlie's parents made more appeals to the Supreme Court and to the European Court of Human Rights, citing that they have the right to judge what's in their child's best interests. In addition, Charlie's parents claimed that the medical team at GOSH was blocking Charlie from his liberty by blocking his access to the experimental treatment. And blocking someone from their liberty goes against the European Convention for Human Rights. As a result of all of these appeals, Charlie was kept on life support temporarily whilst final court decisions were made. In June 2017, however, the European Court of Human Rights refused to intervene in this case. This brought the appeal process to an end, bringing with it any hope left for Charlie's parents. Sadly, a month later, on July 28th, Charlie passed away and he is no longer with us. Well everyone, that was it for today's episode. It is a rather sad one, but the Charlie Guard case is something you should definitely be aware of before going in for your interview. In this episode, we have only explored the events that took place, but there are a lot of lessons to be learned from this case, especially when it comes to medical ethics. We will cover these lessons in future episodes, so stay tuned for more episodes. And until then, stay safe. I am your host, McKean, and goodbye. Thank you.